the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, I'm here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern, and jointly we are your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealerships. Each week we try to share some helpful hints about the car buying process, and we talk about other things besides the car business, but it has to do with, you know, customer service things. Now, one thing that Dana and I have never done is we don't mention any car dealerships' names that we do business with or if we don't do business with. So if someone has a horrible experience and we talk about their experience on the radio show, we don't mention the dealership's name. But we also know enough that when someone calls me up and tells me, I want to buy this used truck because I found it at this dealership and it's advertised for twenty eight nine, and I think if we can buy it for twenty seven grand, I can make the budget work for me. <laughs> so I explained to him that you're in no danger of even buying the car for twenty eight nine. Read their little disclaimer about this. So it's not just the car business that you have issues with. Now, I have an American Express card. And through American Express, they have what's called a concierge service. And I pay $39 to use the concierge service because if I travel, and I don't travel a lot. I take a few-day trip here and there, maybe once a year. And... I don't mind paying the $39 because instead of getting an email from a plane, an email from their car rental, an email about a hotel, an email about reservations in a restaurant, I get one email and it's all on one piece of paper when I print it. You see the value in paying $39 for that benefit. Now, I get online in February and I order plane tickets, and a car rental. And I notice when my statement shows up in March that there is no charge for the plane tickets. So I call American Express Travel, and the gal gets on the phone, and she says, oh my goodness, Mr. Green, you don't have plane tickets. I see when you place them on hold, but... The hold was only for 24 hours, or it was 48 hours, whatever it was. So I said to the girl, I said, let's take the ordering out of the equation. Let's just put common sense into this. Why would I rent a car, reserve a rental car, and not buy the plane tickets? And she chuckled and said, well, that's, that's really a good question. 
She says, but the good news is there are still tickets available for the flight. I can still get you on. But the bad news is the tickets went up $151 in the month. But what do you, I said, well, I need the tickets. She says, well, here's what we're going to do. You're going to buy, you're going to buy the tickets and I'm going to lodge a complaint on your behalf. Really? She's offering to lodge the complaint. So I get off the phone with her, and what she explained happens is they lodge the complaint, and they listen to the phone call. That would be really helpful. So when they listen to the phone call, they make a determination. So they listen to the phone call. I get an email prior to that they're going to make their evaluation. They've credited my account the $151. But once it's finalized, they'll either put the 151 back on or it's off. So I get a letter that they listen to everything and the credit is $151. So I'm thrilled. So you're back to where you started. Now, on their website, they had a rental car company that I'd never heard of. And it was a ridiculously low rate. And there's a reason why I'm talking about this on the radio show. I figured there's a reason. So there's a ridiculously low rate. So I land in Florida at 7.30 in the morning. I go down to the rental car company, and there's Budget, Avis, Hertz, 60, Dollar, Enterprise, this one, that one. Every company except for the one I have the reservation on. Now, it was a five-day rental, and it was 120 bucks. What a good value. For a Toyota Corolla. So I get there, and there's no... So I call, and nobody answers the phone at the rental car company. So I decide to click on my old phone, and I Google the name of the company. It tells me that the location is off-site, the airport, and they don't open till 9 o'clock. I never heard of a rental car company that opens at 9 o'clock in the morning. Until now, nor had I. When you're flying. So I start seeing the reviews. 750 reviews on this site, 1.1. I go down to Yelp, I see 600 reviews, 1.5. So I start reading them, and some of them actually said they got a one because I couldn't give them a zero. I think there were probably several of those. So I see this sign for the rental car company. Remember, I never, ever mentioned a car dealership. But I walk over to, it's S-I-X-T, 60 Rent-A-Car. So I walk over, and I ask the gal, there's nobody online. Do you have any cars available? Absolutely. So we start going through it. And it, was, it wasn't the $120 for the five days. So at 60, because I wasn't using the company that had the horrible reviews. So I rent the car. It's, and I buy rental car insurance. I buy it. I don't want to worry about anything. Now, where the guy, gal didn't get me, but she didn't explain something correct. They have what's called a pass lane in Florida. They have toll roads. So you, a sun pass, I believe, is the correct term. So it's in the windshield, and you can drive through all the tolls. It's $9 a day. 
Well, she made it sound like everywhere I was going to go, there was going to be a toll. It's easier to pay the $9 a day than the pay-as-you-go. I've heard things like that before in a car dealership. So $9 a day wasn't worth it. It was worth the peace of mind, but I only used the rental car for a couple of days because my cousin, who lives in Virginia and in Florida, we were using his car, and I seemed to find out that the average toll was about $1.50. So at $45, I would have had to have hit 30 tolls. You don't hit 30 tolls using the car three times. I don't care. I fill up with gas at the gas station, and I do that thing that you're not supposed to do. When the pump clicks, you're supposed to hang it back up. So I'm squeezing every drop of gas into this car that I possibly can. And lo and behold, I mean, I'm filled to the brim. It's past F driving. So I get back to the airport. I had to drive 60 miles from West Palm Beach to Miami. I pull in. There's no... There's not a gas station in the airport, and I don't want to get off the freeway because I've never been in the Miami airport before. I don't want to get off the turnpike to get the fuel. So I pull in. I tell the gal, listen, I drove the car from here to there, and it was full top. She said, oh, no, it's okay. It's, it's one gallon of gas. Okay, great. One gallon of gas is $9.99 plus tax, and I don't care. So I get home. I get the survey. I don't fill out the survey. I get the bill this morning, and the bill's off by $30. I'm going to guess not in your favor. No. And they charged me for three gallons of gas, not one. So I think what probably happened is when the guy from the rental car company went to the gas station, he did exactly what I did. Pumped and 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 clicked and clicked and clicked to get the car as full as you possibly could to charge me $10 a gallon. So it made sense that they charged me for three gallons because I drove 60 miles, but I had put so much gas in the car that when it shut off, I got an extra two gallons in and I was way past the F. It was first time ever I went back to a survey and what I really liked was they had a part where I could talk about the girl at the counter. And I made it sound how wonderful she was. Then I had the part about the billing. And that's where the ones came in. But it's the point I'm trying to make is it's not just the car business where you have to deal with people on an everyday basis. You know, I mentioned what happened to me in the Safeway. And I give them great surveys, and it's a great new thing now. You used to only be able to do a Safeway survey every 15 days. You can do one every time you shop now. And they treat, I go in the Safeway, I know the people, they treat me, they go out of their way to make my shopping experience pleasurable. I give them great surveys. But I had an incident with the kid in the pharmacy where he looked around the woman in front of me and actually said, it's the last day. It's the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. This is the last client I'm going to help today. I'm online. Now, I can't say the words on to you, but I, I, I looked at my friend in customer service and I said, I'm a this, but I'm not a that. So I didn't walk out and just leave the shopping cart with the 200 and some odd dollars worth of groceries. I walked around the store, took my time. I put everything back and I left. Now I'll stop. I shopped in the store since. I just wasn't spending a dollar that day. And I transferred all my pharmacy stuff 
to a CVS from Safeway. Don't deal with people that don't treat you fairly. You know, Dana and I offer a service that no one else does. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people that want to try to take advantage of that service and take advantage of our generosity with certain things that we go out of our way to do for people. Now, I will tell you this. Don't confuse our kindness with weakness. Now, we're not going to take advantage of you in a car deal, but what we can do is there are times that we make a decision to no longer help. And, and we don't ever want to do that. Our, our sole purpose is to help people. But there are often times where, where people, unfortunately, either don't appreciate what it is that we do or, or arguably um, don't understand what it is that we do. So the important thing from our perspective is that as consumers, you understand that we're here for your benefit and your benefit only. We're not here for the dealer. We're not here for our own personal benefit. When we assist someone, they win. And every, every time. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice. And when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon Valley. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma and half don't even know it. Eleven million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. 
My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. You know, when Gary was talking about the, the different types of services that, that, of course, all of us as consumers, you know, in, encounter and engage in, I, I think his point is, is something that really should be kind of taken to heart because there, there are so many people that go into car dealerships, they get treated poorly or perhaps, you know, simply misled, they get told that they can do something that once they arrive, they actually can't do it. And then they're not going to honor what they said, but they're going to try to get people to, you know, pay for all these other things, which is a very common circumstance. And then when these people, whether it be in the auto industry or a different industry, start changing the rules and and not honoring what it is that brought you there in the first place. It it is your right and and obvi- you know to some degree your your obligation to to leave. How do you reward people and and actually end up staying and doing business with? somebody that has gone out of their way to not keep their word. You know, it's, I always tell people this, you have choices. And when someone buys a car and they weren't happier, they weren't treated well, this is what I always warn people. If the process of buying the car was disastrous, how do you actually think the process after the fact when you need something from the dealership is going to be any better? Now, I had a referral. It was kind of funny that I did. It's something that I normally I was not able to visit with him to go to the dealership. Couldn't go. So I sent him in to see a friend of mine and he was so smart that. He was upside down $4,000 in the car we, he was trading we, we in. We explain what that means just in case they don't know. What's that? The upside down part. Well, when they own, you own more than your car's worth. So they, he had like 4000 negative equity. Correct. And he likes to buy cars, old cars, and finance them. So he was financing a vehicle that had 80,000 miles on it. I'm not a fan of helping people buy 80,000 mile used cars. I don't normally look for that stuff because generally the odds of something breaking are gra- drastically increased in buying an 80,000 mile car. And and when Gary says that, I, I feel the, the same way when, when a vehicle, and of course it does depend on its history and it does depend on, on perhaps the, the brand, but as a general rule, our, our purpose is not to sell cars, not at all. Our purpose is to help people acquire vehicles. And what Gary just shared was that when a vehicle has you know, 80,000 or, or higher miles on it, we don't have crystal balls. We, we don't know whether that vehicle is going to be a good vehicle in six months or a year. And we certainly don't want to be part of helping you buy something that doesn't work out for you. Now, the funny part was... He didn't tell me this, but they were purchasing the car in his wife's name. So they went in and they saw my buddy at the at the dealership, and Bill took great care of him. Bill put him in finance, and it turns out I know the finance manager really well. 
been a friend of mine for 20 some odd plus years. Really good guy. I know him too. So, my Ricardo. friend, yeah, my, I didn't want to say his name. You can say his name. But he, Ricardo calls me and says, and R- R- Ricardo's Brazilian, so he has a little bit of an accent. And he says, Gaddy, this guy, he, he doesn't make any sense. I don't know what to say. So I called the guy up and I said, Mark, let me ask you a question. You do understand that you were carrying over, and it ended up it wasn't $4,000 worth of negative equity. It was like 3200 bucks. You do realize that you're carrying that over, and you don't see the value in buying gap insurance. So we talked to me, and, he, and everything to him is an LOL. Or he chuckles about something. And I kind of just said to him, listen, you don't want to buy the gap. It's no big deal. But remember this. I'm telling you that if you don't buy the gap and there's a problem, don't complain to me that your credit union didn't get paid off by your insurance company. And it's one of those things where, as it relates to things like buying gap insurance, if, if you're buying gap insurance and you actually need it, and you're buying the proper coverage, then it just comes down to paying the right price. Well, here's and, the funny thing. And then canceling it when you should. Right. Dana and I know the right price. And Ricardo said, you know what? For this guy, I'm not giving him that price. He can buy the gap for this much, or he doesn't have to buy it at all. And it had to do with how the guy spoke to Ricardo. Principle. So... And the guy needed the gap insurance more than Ricardo needed the couple of dollars from the the penetration. He doesn't need it. He types 100 deals a month. One gap insurance is not going to hurt him. It'll hurt the customer if he ever needs it. So the funny thing was the guy goes back with his wife and they sign the paperwork. There was a form missing when they added the gap. So... Ricardo calls them. They get the guy to come back in. And the guy, in his sarcasm again, says, well... What happens if we don't want to sign this now and we just want to give the car back? So my buddy looked at him and said, well, that's not an option. But you can absolutely not sign it. However, you did sign a contract that had no gap insurance. That contract is fully cashable. And we can, I'll just send that one in without the gap. Well, he couldn't have his wife sign the form fast enough. There's I wonder, no I wonder why he was that way. Right. Why was he that way, I wonder. It was, the, it was from the customer. No, I know, but that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Why was the customer that way? It's just the way he is. And it, well, the funny thing was he was referred by my, to my, by my brother, my ex-brother-in-law. And my bro- ex-brother-in-law, we're still good friends. And he said to me, I, I was, I was kind of leery of giving him your phone number for the way that he could be. And my brother-in-law was absolutely right. If he wasn't my brother-in-law's friend, I probably would have fired him five times in there. But it boils down to this. We know how you should be treated. We don't take you places. I had a friend of mine call me. The, his friend didn't want to pay me. So my friend said, well, I'll pay you. I'll pay Gary. Let him help you. Well, my friend called me, called me and said where the car was. I said, Dave, I'm not going to help you either way. Whether you pay me or not, I'm not going to that dealership. So, but if you want to go in and... Now, what's funny is my friend was in the car business for a million years. I help him buy cars. Okay? And I don't do this. Okay? If it was a dealership that I knew, 
I don't refer anybody without me. Because I'm not risking my relationship by someone walking into a car dealership just like this guy did on this Dodge Grand Caravan and embarrass me with the people that I deal with on an everyday basis. Well, the the key is our service is designed to be just that, a, a service and arguably one like no other. We go with our client. We make sure that you get the fairest, most reasonable price that they'll offer, which is all that we're able to do. We then, if you have a trade-in, fight for every dollar of value for it. If you're financing, and that's something that today is getting obviously more and more complex and, and the rates are going up, Every decision you make matters. We protect every decision. If you're not thrilled, we're free. If you do pay us, it's a $400 flat fee, but it comes out of what you save. Earnhardt Lexus customers drive the finest vehicles in the world and have equally high expectations from their dealership. We invite you to visit the all-new state-of-the-art facility and experience the pride that every Earnhardt Lexus associate takes to provide quality service to their clients. At Earnhardt Lexus, you'll find more than just a vehicle. You'll find people who know how to take care of a Lexus and even more importantly, how to take care of you. Now located in the heart of Phoenix at 800 East Camelback Road, Phoenix, Arizona, 85014. Larry H. Miller Nissan's general manager, Bill Brixey, is committed to helping you find the new or used vehicle you've been searching for. Whether it is new or used Nissans or new or used cars from the top manufacturers, Bill can help. But here is the game stopper. Bill's finance staff offers expert advice to those seeking a great deal on a car or lease. Larry H. Miller Nissan has a top-notch service and parts department always willing to help you with your Nissan. Larry H. Miller is located at 2025 West Riverview Auto Drive in Mesa. Nobody likes to be in debt, and that's why it's usually not wise to borrow money. But if your air conditioner calls it quits in the middle of summer and you don't have cash on hand, what are you going to do? Mike Aliyah here again from Benefit Air to give you the best solution to a difficult problem because sometimes we have to make tough choices in life with money issues and we need all the help we can get. Because Benefit Air is a train comfort specialist dealer, we have access to financing terms that other dealers can't even come close to. What if you could get a brand new train system complete with a full 10-year parts and labor warranty for a low monthly payment? And what if a large portion of that monthly payment would be offset by the savings in your energy bill? And what if the energy savings over the life of the system was actually equal to or more than the cost of the system? At Benefit, we want to help you out of a tight spot by offering payment options that are affordable while providing you with a wise investment that can save you money for years to come. Call Benefit today to find out more about the financing options for a new high-quality train system that you can afford. 602-840-9229 or visit us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's core. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. 
kid had just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, uh, before we get started, I probably should because we haven't done it yet today, is mention that you can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. Once again, you can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. You can reach me as well at 602-525-1370. That's 602-525-1370. Now, we have a website. It's called Your Car Insiders. If you go to that and you fill out a submission inquiry, it's going to get emailed to my email. But if you'd like to email Dana directly, you can do that at Dana at YourCarInsiders.com. That's Dana at YourCarInsiders.com. You can email me at Gary at YourCarInsiders.com. Now, if you go to the website, you are no longer going to see our radio shows added to the website anymore. Unfortunately, the gentleman that had helped Dana and I for years do this has moved to Belize, and it's made it a little difficult for us to communicate in things we want done to the website. So it was kind of silly for Dana and I to pay somebody to monitor our website that really we couldn't talk to anymore. So if you were listening to the radio shows on the Your Car Insiders website, we're going to have someone put a little something on there to let you know that all of our radio shows are still a podcast on 960 The Patriot's website. 960 The Patriot has a website, has a drop-down for podcasts. If you click on the podcast, I believe you'll see Your Car Insiders were the fourth in the list. Once again, very special thanks to the Earnhardt Family of Dealerships for their support of our radio show, support of us, and it's not about anything other than they understand what it is that we do to help people buy cars. Dana's got a very interesting article that I'm going to shut up for a while and let him talk about. Well, I, I don't know if it's as much an interesting article as it is one that it has that bold, scary headline, how to get out of a car lease without losing your shirt. And the very first sentence starts out with getting out of a car lease is hard, period. There are several ways to exit a car lease, each with varying degrees of difficulty and different levels of risk. And I want to just stop right there for a moment. And just say that that's just silly. The, the whole thing that I've read so far, as I read it out loud, I, I might as well just be talking about the weather. Why, Gary? You know, and here's one of the things. A lease has a payoff. A purchase has a payoff. And I always laugh when people tell me, well, I don't want to lease a car, I want to own it. Well, when you finance a car and you make monthly payments, you own nothing. Well, you own the right to continue making payments, and if you stop, they'll, of course, come and take now, their car. Now, if you have a 72-month loan and you make 71 payments and decide to not make the last payment, what happens? Um, well, they would try to repossess it, sir. Correct. So, Even though you'd have a lot of equity, it would be silly not to make that final payment. The point is, while you still have a loan, you do not own the car. Because right, you don't have the title in the state of Arizona. So... W- 
what what I tr- the p- only point I'm going to make about this and let Dana go back to the article is very simply this. When you purchase a car with a finance contract, you have what's called a payoff. When you lease a car, for whatever the term is, you have what's called a payoff. Now, there's multiple ways to pay off a lease to get out of it. There's only one way to pay off a purchase. So in a lease, you can pay off the total amount of the loan, which is the total due to satisfy the residual as well. Or you can make what's called paying the balance of the remaining payments. However, when you do that, you still leave yourself open to a disposition fee, an excess mileage charge, and an excess wear and tear charge. In the event that you went over the miles and, of course, damaged it. But the point is that whether you buy a car or lease a car, you, as Gary pointed out, have a payoff. So it depends on how good of a deal you got on the vehicle, how much you put down, how much you owe, and how much it is worth. And that is really no different whether you lease or buy a car. Often when people purchase a vehicle, they put a lot more money down and have a much higher payment. So under that premise, if they were to try to trade out of it, because in most cases they have put a lot more down and because they have paid a lot more each month, they may be in a better equity position to get out of it. But they paid to be in that position vis-a-vis the higher payment and and higher down payment along with obligating themselves to a longer term initially and having more exposure. Anyway, special thanks also to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen located at 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. Their slogan is the dealer for the people and I can assure you that if you're considering a Volkswagen, you'd like Gary and I to come with you, but if we're not there, they're wonderful people. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a newer pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Um, I, I'd like to go back to the to the actual article, and and it states, we'll walk you through them so you can consider the alternatives, but there really is only one best way to get out of a car lease without losing your shirt or any other clothing item 
We'll tell you about it here. Well, that sounds really, really, you know, cool. They're going to do this really neat thing for you. Let's see what they have to say. You may have leased a car in the first place because you didn't want to be tied down by a long-term car loan. And that is certainly one of the benefits of leasing. Typically, leases are structured around three years and automotive loans are more often than not now typically structured closer to six years. But getting past that, it says, but getting out from under a problem car loan is as simple as selling the car and using the proceeds to pay off the loan. Now, that's just silly. I'm going to read that out loud one more time. It says, but getting out from under a problem car loan is as simple as selling the car and using the proceeds to pay off the loan. Where, where are these proceeds coming from? Where, where, where does a person that has a loan on a conventional purchase um, just simply have equity and have the proceeds to pay towards their next loan? Um, that is, is a ridiculous statement Although someone could have equity, they may have put a lot of money down, they, they may be in an equity position, but they don't automatically, by any stretch of the imagination, have the ability to just sell the car and use the proceeds. It's, it's simply not true. It says, sure, you might be upside down in that you can't sell the car for as much as you owe on the loan, but once you ante up the added coin, that's all there is to it, you are free. Well, I don't want to confuse this nice man that wrote the article, but that's exactly the same if you lease the car. Exactly the same. Gary, let me read this to you. It says, sure, you might be upside down in that you can't sell the car for as much as you owe on the loan, but once you ante up the added coin, that's all there is to it. You are free. Is that any different on a purchase or a leaser? Nope. Now, here's the one thing that I tell people. When you buy a car and you finance a car for 72 months or 60 months, what I, what I tell people, if you lease a car, you have an obligation for 36 months. And what makes me crazy is when somebody leases a car and 25 months into the lease, they think that they're getting out. Well, they got out because they rolled X amount of money into whatever the new purchase was. Now, the one warning on a lease that I will give to everybody, if you don't know how to read a lease contract and understand where that monthly payment came from, you have no right leasing a car. Well, Gary, that would be like most people that lease a car and that'd be most people that finance a car so we can, we may not be able to eliminate them but yeah, for the now, last thing i'm going to say though go ahead i always laugh when i ask somebody that they leased a car what did you pay for the car they tell me what their monthly payment is that's not what i asked i didn't ask you what you pay a month now everybody knows what their payment is I know what I paid for my car. I know what I got for my trade-in because I pay attention to those things. I didn't buy a car, buy a monthly payment. I'm going to shut up. Well, and hopefully if the most important thing in that sentence is, would be that you don't buy a, a vehicle based on a payment and whether you're buying or leasing a car, you are negotiating the price of the car. And But from there it says... 
Getting out of a car lease is much more challenging. Why? For one, you have no equity, meaning ownership in the car you're, you're leasing, no matter how much you paid to initiate the lease. Is Wrong. This, this person is either yeah. on drugs or, or has, again, no business yeah. writing an article now, because depending on what you put down on the lease and depending on what you got, you certainly could have equity. You're allowed to put down as much as you choose to on a lease within reason and could certainly have equity. I'm going to ask Dana a question about a lease. Residual of a lease is based off of a percentage of what the lender decides and for the different mileages. So the residual is not negotiable it's adjustable, correct? Well, the manufacturer suggested retail price is what the residual percentage is based off of. And as Gary just shared, if you adjust the mileage, the, the terms of the of the lease are dictated by the lender, not the consumer. And so as they are on a conventional purchase, you don't tell the bank what the rate is. They tell you what the rate is. So go ahead. So you cannot... So everybody that leases the same car for the same amount of miles for the same term has the exact same residual. Correct. However, their payoffs could be different. Oh, absolutely. Because of A, the negotiated price of the car. B, someone could have bought a car at a time where there was one region had a rebate, another region didn't. Other thing is, it's based off of how much money did you put down. Now, Dana and I are pretty similar in our beliefs and how a car deal works. I got a phone call. It was my son, my future son-in-law's parents. They had a car that they had leased, and they had a ridiculously low payment. A ridiculously low payment. When I say ridiculous, a hundred and. 13 or 131 on a BMW. But then he mentioned he put 10,000 plus down. And so that's really dangerous. And, and, you know, another conversation we could discuss the, the merits of what's appropriate to put down if you are going to lease a vehicle, depending on the type of vehicle. But uh, so he states that you, you can't possibly have equity, no matter how much you paid to initiate it. It says another entity, typically a finance institution, such as a bank, owns the car. Well, of course they do. When when you purchase a vehicle and finance it conventionally and you don't pay cash for it, you're either going to get a loan through a local lender, through the manufacturer, or through perhaps a, a credit union. But essentially, it's it, of course, it has to be that way. Um, it says, so your ownership leverage is zero. Second, when you sign a lease, you promise to pay a particular amount each month for a set number of months, say 36, and the bank wants the money you promise to pay. The bank doesn't want the car because it already owns it. If the bank gets possession of the car in, says a lease default, the worst possible outcome, when a leaseholder simply stops paying, it will have to repossess and then sell the vehicle, probably at auction, and won't make nearly as much money as it would if you were paying every month. Same oh, thing if you buy a car. And you in the a- process, your credit rating will tank. I, I, again. What, what, who published that? I don't want to know the guy's name. What publication was this? This is the embarrassing thing. This is out of Car and Driver. And 
without, in fact, I'm not even going to read more of the article because it, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It, it's it, so stupid. It's not even funny. But the problem, I, and I hope that this gets through to you if, if you're listening, is that there are people that read this and, and they think that this person might know what they're talking about. And they might follow that advice or, or think that, because oh my Because of God. the publication that he's working for. And, and keep in mind that uh, right now, with the cost of cars, with the price of cars, there, there are a lot of people today that both for good business sense and, and for just financial affordability need two lease vehicles in order for them to be able to manage them for their families and their budgets. And if you've got people basically stating falsities that ultimately make you do something like buy a used car at a much higher interest rate at a much higher payment because you better stay away from that. Oh my goodness, have you made a mistake? You know, and, and here's what the thing is. You know, we talk about, you know, we don't mention people's names. We'll mention where we saw the article. We, we, when we talk about an article, we're normally, we're reading the article, whether it's off of Dana's phone, my phone, or the computer right next to me. I got a phone call from my mother's podiatrist years ago. He had an Audi, I remember. Correct. And... He wanted to get a different Audi, and he was in a lease, and he wanted to buy the car. So we're looking at stuff, and he doesn't think he can do anything because he still has this many months left. About nine, if I recall. Yep, exactly. And then all of a sudden, we go over to the Audi dealership, and I said to him, listen, you're going to trade in your car. And based on the payoff on your lease and the current value of your car, you have about $5,000 equity. I heard you quite clearly, Gary. You just said equity right. in Not his lease. Not in equity. He has $5,000 in equity. And so that article we just read, that would arguably dispute that Correct. immediately. So he turns around and he says, wait, let me get this straight. You're telling me that I owe nine months worth of payments and I have this much equity in the car to be applied to the purchase of a new Audi. Yep. There is no rule of thumb in a car deal. Okay. I everybody has a certain certain circumstance. Now, if you're buying a car and you ask me a question that has to do with the taxes on something that you're going to write off, er, I'm not answering. Well, I call did. the person that does your taxes Accountant. or call somebody that understands that. I'm not a tax guy. If you're buying a car and you're not sure what the insurance rate is. And I tell everybody this. If you know you're going shopping for a car, there's nothing wrong with calling your agent and saying to your agent, hey, Paul, I'm thinking about trading my Mustang in, and I'm buying a Dodge Challenger. This is the VIN number on the car that I'm thinking about, or this is the model that I'm looking for. So when my insurance went up, it didn't shock me. That it went up because I knew it going in. Well, Gary, as you say that, and hopefully you're listening to the guidance that, that he's giving, you know, there's a lot of people that obviously have, you know, fixed budgets or, or you know, they, they end up, even though you don't buy a vehicle based on a monthly payment, 
certainly people don't buy vehicles that they can't afford the monthly payment of. The monthly payment is a function of the math, but ultimately when people are going in and making the decision, it has to be based on price, not payment, but understanding that that price equates to a payment because often we'll have conversations with, with people and I'm not sure if if it's the math doesn't make sense, but math is really simple. You, you don't have to have a, a car in the calculation to, to, to discuss it. If someone's looking to have a budget of, say, $250 a month, well, 250 times 60, which is five years, equals 15000 So... 250 times 60 equals 15,000. And if you now apply that 15,000 to a car transaction, that 15,000 has to include the interest being charged by the bank, which, you know, might represent at least a few thousand dollars. It has to include the tax license and dock fee if it's being purchased from a dealer. And so, if you want to be at a $250 payment on a five-year term, you have to be purchasing somewhere in an eleven to $12,000 car. And often people seem to want to have $25,000 cars cost that much. You know, once again, remember, you can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. We do have a Facebook page. However, nobody monitors it. Not a good way to reach out to us. We do have a website. Uh, The website up until a couple of weeks ago showed all the radio shows. Remember, you can go to 960 The Patriots website. Drop down to the podcast. You can find our radio shows. Gary at YourCarInsiders.com, Dana at YourCarInsiders.com. The website is Your Car Insiders. Uh, Have a great week. If you if you send in a, a submission form, I'm going to get that. I promise I'll reach out to you. But one thing Dana and I do don't do not do, we do not chase you. We are not salespeople in a car dealership. If we respond, you don't. We don't continue to call. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.